Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business. This is Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero. On the phone, I am joined by Benjamin William, Secretary General and CEO, Singapore Red Cross. Benjamin, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me on the show. Good afternoon. It is absolutely our pleasure. Now, first and foremost, could you give us an overview of the work the Singapore Red Cross does here and in the region? Well, I'm very glad to do that, Clarissa. Singapore Red Cross has uh, quite extensive work both in Singapore and overseas. In Singapore, we have two broad categories of work, what I call our national duties and our services. In terms of national duties, Singapore Red Cross is in the forefront, pushing for Singaporeans to learn first aid so that we can have a first aider in every home in Singapore. I think the current situation uh, globally has further emphasised the need for us to be well prepared. So first aid is one key thing that Singapore Red Cross continues to push. The second national duty that we see ourselves in pushing for is blood donation. Singapore Red Cross is the national blood donor recruiter. And I think the early stages of COVID-19 showed the importance of the population coming together to support blood donation. Blood stocks fell uh, drastically as a result of the first few months of COVID-19. It has picked up. But I think it emphasizes the point that the country has to come together to support the blood donation program. And this is something that Singapore Red Cross will continue to push. In terms of our services, we focus on the elderly and the disabled. And most of our services in Singapore are targeted at serving this community. Things like our transporter aid, our medical chaperone taking elderly persons to their medical appointment where they can't afford uh, the normal services, monitoring uh, elderly who live alone so that our volunteers can respond 24 hours if an emergency occurs. And also our service for the disabled, all those services that I mentioned, including running a home for the severely disabled and a day activity centre. So that is Singapore. In the region, we reach out to vulnerable communities, especially after a disaster, both with the immediate after-disaster relief as well as taking part in the rehabilitation and the rebuilding work. So in a nutshell, that is what Singapore Red Cross does. All right. Now, the Singapore Red Cross will contribute or has contributed $50,000 to the Philippine Red Cross to support disaster relief efforts for Super Typhoon Goni. On the 20th of October, you made a contribution of 75,000 US dollars to Cambodia, Laos and Vietnam for food and non-food relief items, water purification units, disaster prevention interventions, as well as short-term recovery projects such as, as you said, the rehabilitation, you know, latrines, livelihood support, stuff like that. These seem like very small amounts of money to me. Uh, based on the kind of devastation we see on the news. Will it be enough? Oh, definitely. Uh, the, the very short answer is no. I think the devastation that has taken place in Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam and now Philippines will take many millions of dollars to rehabilitate the areas that have been affected. What our contribution has done is to provide support for the relief effort. And even that, it is just a small part of uh, what is needed. 
And now relief efforts that we are supporting are in the area of water and sanitation, uh, livelihood support, and shelter. And shelter includes the food, especially for those people who have been in who have been displaced and now are living in displaced uh, centers, displacement centers. So there's much more work that needs to be done. I mean, as an example, uh, several years ago, there were the Atapur floods in Laos. Singapore Red Cross is still supporting rebuilding works that are going on there. So the impact of the floods will be felt long after the rains uh, and the flood waters recede. Now let's talk about public fundraising. Tell mm. us how generous Singaporeans have been in the past to disaster relief efforts in the region. Okay, I must say that the Singapore Red Cross experience is that Singaporeans and Singapore public are very generous when it comes to contributing to support communities in the region and beyond. Our fundraising efforts for previous disasters like the Nepal earthquake, the Great East Japan earthquake and tsunami, the Indian Ocean tsunami, tremendous outpouring of support. And I must say... Some people assume when they look at these huge sums of money that we raise that most of this comes from corporate donors or big donors. But the thing that is very heartening uh, when you're in the uh, heart of this work is that many of these donations come from your regular uh, person on the street, sometimes giving the extra dollar they have, sometimes giving the extra $10 that they have. And in many of these disasters, we have even school children coming together to, you know, do some handicraft or bake some cookies to sell and give the money in support of these communities. So I would say that, in general, Singaporeans have been very forthcoming and generous in their support for our public fundraising appeals. And mind you, for fundraising for overseas disasters, Singaporeans don't enjoy tax exemption, and yet they are very generous. So there's very altruistic of them. And that makes me feel proud of my fellow Singaporeans. I yeah, have to you can say. be. You can be. Yes, 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 definitely. All right, we're speaking with Benjamin Williams, Secretary General and CEO of Singapore Red Cross. Help us understand the relief that is now needed for the recent typhoon disasters in the region. How long will the affected areas hit by these most recent typhoons need to recover? And, you know, then we'll talk about how we can help them as members of the public. Yes. So, so I think in terms of the flooding and the storms that are taking place in the region, we can see that the relief efforts will go on at least for another few weeks because in many areas it's still raining, the floodwaters haven't receded. And in this part of the cycle of uh, relief, it is mainly taking care of water and sanitation needs, try to bring back some livelihood for the villages and communities that have been affected, and then to make sure that they have shelter and their daily necessities taken care of. So this, this work will continue for the next few weeks. Immediately after that, as the season changes and the rain stops, will come the hard work of rehabilitation and rebuilding. Uh, rehabilitation, would, a lot of it will go into livelihood. A lot of the crops have been destroyed, uh, livestock have been destroyed. So you need to rebuild that. And then you need to rebuild your homes uh, that have been wiped away and things like that. The work will go on for months, if not years. But the relief effort, I think, will go on for the next few weeks. And a lot of support is needed. Often, 
in the beginning relief phase, many organizations turn up to help. But when it comes to the rehabilitation and rebuilding, when the news falls off the top pages of the newspaper, people stop supporting. And that's when sometimes the most help is needed. Right. Okay. Now let's talk about the Southeast Asia floods response. If we want to donate to these humanitarian aid for displaced survivors and for all the things that you say, tell us how we can do that. Yeah. So, so I would appeal to uh, Singaporeans and Singapore public, if you can, uh, you know, come, come on board to support us in this. We will ensure that the funds that you have donated are put to good use. You can go to our online uh, donation portal at www.redcross.gif.asia slash seaflood2020. Or you can go to our website, www.redcross.sg, and it will lead you in a link to our online donation platform. You can also donate by pay now. The QR code will be on our website as well. I hope you get uh, a flood of donations from this interview. How does COVID-19 affect the relief efforts of the Red Cross? So I think the impact of COVID-19, you know, it is going to be the hidden hand in all our disaster relief for years to come. So there's the immediate impact and the longer term impact. The immediate impact is that even in countries like Cambodia, Laos and Vietnam, where COVID-19 outbreak was not as severe, a lot of the relief efforts have been complicated by the need to also take on board safety measures because of COVID-19. So what would have been much simpler in the past, already in a difficult situation, is further complicated. But in a place like Philippines, where COVID-19 is raging, the relief efforts are very much complicated. For example, even in the displacement centres, the need for social distancing is very complicated and difficult to achieve. So relief workers have to take extra precautions, extra equipment needs to bring in to safeguard the survivors in the uh, centres. So much more resources are needed testing uh, capabilities, uh, PPEs that are needed. So this adds to the pressure for uh, resources to respond to the disaster. Then you have the long-term effect. What do I mean by the long-term effect? Fundraising will also be affected. Over the last few months, individuals and companies have come forward to donate very generously to COVID-19 response. And that was needed and we really appreciate it. Donor fatigue is starting to set in. So we will see that it is much more difficult to raise funds for subsequent this disaster and subsequent disasters because companies are also feeling the pinch. Individuals are also feeling the pinch. So I foresee that going forward, fundraising is going to be a challenge to meet the needs arising from disasters and emergencies. And I assume that will run into 2021? I think we in the social service sector are all bracing ourselves for 2021. Mm. Uh, 2020, we had some relief in the form of the uh, job support scheme from the government and all that. And then there was still, because of the concern for COVID, uh, people coming forward to donate to our COVID relief efforts and our efforts that were affected by COVID-19. But 2021, if the economy doesn't pick up soon, there will be a downstream effect of people, bottom line being uh, reduced, profits being reduced, 
uh, people still not being able to get jobs. And I think that will have a tremendous impact on uh, resource mobilization by the charity sector. Right. Okay. Now let's talk about volunteers. You have a lot of volunteers within the Singapore Red Cross. Tell us what they do. Okay, so Singapore Red Cross, we have about 180 staff, but we have about 5,000 volunteers. And when I say 5,000 volunteers, about 2,000 or so who are regular. So our services cannot be run without our volunteers, whether they are the befriending service uh, where we visit our elderly persons living alone, whether we're talking about the responders who in the middle of the night will respond to a crisis call from one of the elderly families or persons that we are monitoring, whether they are the team responders that we send on the ground in the event of a disaster. All these are done by volunteers, supervised by our staff and trained. We we have a very uh, rigorous training uh, map for our volunteers. We take our volunteers very seriously, so we provide them with training. And only after we are convinced that they are adequately equipped, then we deploy them on the ground. And uh, whether in Singapore or abroad, first aiders, we make sure that they are certified first aiders, not just a one-day course. You know, they have to go through a full three-day course to be certified. We train them in uh, psychological first aid. We train them in befriending skills. All these uh, seriously structured courses. So our volunteers are the backbone. We always talk about the volunteers being the backbone of Singapore Red Cross. So we want to reach out to volunteers. We hope that we have volunteers who can come forward, commit, commit not only to responding, but to be trained and be willing to be trained so that you are equipped to provide the services that we want to provide. How does a person become a volunteer of the Singapore Red Cross? So I think the easiest way is to go to our website at www.redcross.sg sign up as a volunteer and then someone will contact you to bring you through what is available for you. If you are in Penang Lane, you can always drop by at the Red Cross House, which is in 15 Penang Lane. But of course, with COVID-19, that becomes a bit more complicated. Or just give us a call and we'll be able to guide you through. All right. We've been speaking with Benjamin Williams, Secretary General and CEO of Singapore Red Cross, about the Singapore Red Cross public fundraising appeal to aid disaster relief and recovery operations in the region recently hit by typhoons. Also, we, we've been learning a little bit more about the Singapore Red Cross. Benjamin, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you, Glenn. I'm Clarissa Montero for The Soul of Business. This is Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.